Hey. Yo. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? I think it's working. Yeah. Good. Skype good. has not crashed. <laughs> Skype hasn't crashed. No. Awesome. So this week on the Touchdown Perspective 2015, we'll talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh man, did you see Aww. that ridiculous play at the end? Like, what the fuck? Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? No, no. But I've had so much recap of it. <laughs> no. I know the actual. I went to like a like a Super Bowl party with a bunch of people. I we I wasn't really watching the game though. It was just kind of on, and we were just like chatting and eating like nachos. <clears throat> did anyone in the room react to the specific play? I'm talking. Yeah, about? well, we were like half an hour behind, and because I was on my phone the whole time, I was like, "Oh, apparently something like big happens at the end." So when that was coming up, people started like paying attention. Um, oh, okay, but it was more just like whenever there was commercials, people like quieted down to watch the commercials. Um, and yeah, we played some taboo, which was cool. Yeah, hmm. they did this. They did this, like, betting thing where they made, like, a grid, and it's, I guess, like, the top row is, like, one team's points, and the other, and then the first column is, like, uh, the the other team's points, so, you know, both teams are there, but you don't know what the scores are, and you just, like, put your initials in random boxes, and then they fill it in, and then at the end, it's like, oh, who randomly guessed the score? (laughs) Which is kind of of fun, I guess. I don't know. Football? (laughs) Football. Yep. Football. Uh, that halftime show, Left Shark, is the current hotness of the what internet. Okay, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Left Shark seems to be driving people crazy. People are going insane over Left Shark. I watched that halftime show on YouTube just to see what the fuss was about, and that shark was sure flapping his arms yeah, around. It was, it was that, whole, that whole halftime <laughs> show was weird. We were all like losing our minds. At, at did, did you see Snoop Dogg tweet that he was the Left Shark? No, but... He's not. Okay. I know. That would be crazy if he was. Hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Left sharks <laughs> everywhere. Um, oh, yeah. People are saying Madden uh, predicted the score. Did you guys see that as well? Yeah, I did yeah. see that. That's yeah, so that's, good. That's also really weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sports. Sports are weird. Entertaining, though. So are games. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah e-sports. we play them here in the top 10 perspective esports you guys want to talk about esports i guess sure. there's like a big uh smash bros tournament happening like uh, like over by new york right now it ha- it happened it ended like two yeah, years ago yeah well oh. our a- Apex, buddy, yeah. buddy of the show Grafon went oh right i forgot he was he went going. i just so i've seen a couple photos of him there that yeah i did that too. is that is the extent i know about this event <laughs> that was all of it. yeah a couple of photos on facebook is all i know about yeah. it as well so, so. Uh, apparently there were some really good matches was so. oh was that the thing yeah. actually you know what now i do remember like a title like a headline that was like one of the greatest smash bros fights just happened or something and i saw a picture yeah of, like, that was the box yeah it was like the sweden <laughs> sweden versus america who played fox huh both of them. Okay, right, because Fox is the best character, right? <laughs> he, well, is he? Yeah, I think he's considered the best in Melee. Yeah. And he's high tier in pretty much every other game. Not in uh, Star Fox Assault. Cool. Yeah, you want to play Wolf. He's got oh. more uh, more shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You can take two sniper okay. shots. I didn't oh, know man. you could play as Wolf yeah. in that game. Star Fox Assault is great. 
Oh, Assault, I thought you said Command. No, <laughs> no, I did not say Star Fox Command for the DS, of which I lost my copy of. I don't know where that is. I also did not like that game very much. That's why I was surprised you were like sounding so lovely. No, Assault's it. good, and I never finished Adventure, but I wasn't hating on it. But Crystal Fox is a lady. Boob Fox. Anyway, top-down perspective. I guess I'm hosting it on uh, the 5th of February. I'm Sean with John and Yo. Paul. His name Hi. is not rhyme with ours. <laughs> nope. No, nope. it doesn't. Nope. Not even close. You should work on that. Yeah, you should. You should. I know. I should change should my name <laughs> to like Don or something. There, there you go. Done. Pawn. We fix it. Pawn. Pawn. There you go. We, we gotta just, keep you with the letter P. Yeah, you, you can keep I the guess. P if you want. Right. How about? I don't. Yawn. I, no. <laughs> yeah. There you go. The That's seg- better. The You're right. Making me yawn. So, John, please yeah. tell us uh, what you've been playing. Very little. Just uh, Pacross 3D. And holy shit, finishing this game is getting to be a headache. It, your goal is to finish every Pacross puzzle that man has created? Probably. It's not that hard a goal if you think about it. But mm. fucking Pacross 3D is being a pain in the ass. I have to keep redoing puzzles because remember, you're not allowed to make any mistakes and you have to solve them all in a certain time limit so I can't take my time. Is it no mistakes for like and a perfect is, score or something? And that's what you're yeah, to do? and you need perfect scores to un- you need perfect scores to unlock all the puzzles. Hmm. So the problem is like randomly the game will decide that I've clicked on a piece that I can't physically have touched and it'll be one that causes an error because I wasn't supposed to break it. So like I'll have I'll be clicking straight down and then suddenly I'll click one that's like to the left and below the piece I was clicking on and then it'll just give me a fail state and that's happened so many times and then there's been so many puzzles I've had to redo because there's not enough time to do them at the, at the pace I'm doing the puzzle at. I failed a 35 minute puzzle the other day and I probably still had another 10 minutes to go on it like for solving. That sucks. It's the I have like five puzzles left and they're just it's like pulling teeth right. You now. don't have to finish them all. No, no, but I know, but I'm close enough at the point that I'm like, all right, I probably okay. should. What? When also, we are talking to John, so he has yeah. to finish. I know. All of I, was, I was trying to say, like, you don't, you don't have to do this. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what was I going to say? Uh, what's the next Pacross after this that you're going to tackle? Uh, maybe Mario Super Pacross on Super Famicom. Is that the one that you, is on, like, the eShop? No, it's the one for Super Nintendo. It's the one on the that we the didn't get. The one on the get. eShop is it just Mario Pacross? Okay, so yeah. there's Mario Pacross and Super Mario Pacross. That's right. I seem to recall yeah. that. And yeah, and then there's Mario Pacross Two, which is the one you have that you picked up in Japan. Did I? Okay, I'll take your word yep. for it. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that's the only thing I've played this week because um, my TV station and everything is all ripped up right now. Uh, I'm going to pan the camera here for the podcast because uh, my fire alarm started leaking battery acid. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, and that was conveniently over my TV. Is your TV's in the living room? I have two TVs, remember? Okay, so why don't you just go to the other TV? Because I have been working to get this thing straightened out. I lost one of my major posters and I've been trying to clean up battery acid on my wall since. Which poster? My Gradius 5 one. 
Ooh. I've had that thing for 10 okay. years. It's my favorite poster, <laughs> and I just saw it get wrecked. I'm like, no. <laughs> Did it like burn a hole yeah. through it? Uh, four holes. Okay. <laughs> it basically it adhered it to the wall and I couldn't remove it without damaging did, it. Did it like Good did boy. the acid like drip onto the floor and then continue to burn down? Um <laughs> through yeah. all the floors. <laughs> no, no, because it landed on my T it landed on my TV and the uh the desk it was on instead. And it didn't burn so. all of them? Okay. No. So I actually it just barely so missed. Did you get floor, that fixed? But yeah. No, because maintenance kit showed up the other day, looked at it. It's like, huh, I've never seen that before. All right, we'll contact you in a couple days. Okay, so what's <laughs> what's the prevent? Like, is it Great. still happening or did it stop? It's not leaking anymore. Okay. Seemingly, I didn't do any damage. I'm going to find out. Have you, make sure have, have you done any, like, preventative measures, like put a bag under it or something? Or is or is hope your only preventative measure? It's, it's, not, it's not leaking that much. Anything it does now at this point is slow, okay. so... Mm. But uh, yeah, it's just a case of trying to figure out how to get all the acid marks off the wall because the last wipe down I did does not seem to have completely resolved that. Are they acid marks or like grooves because they burnt away the wall? <laughs> I guess grooves. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. So you haven't been playing much, Paul. What have you been playing? Uh, I started off, I wanted to play the Dark Deception demo that was on their Kickstarter page, so I played a little bit of that, and I can't remember if it was with you guys or somebody else, I was discussing, uh, some indie guy made, like, a 3D Pac-Man a couple years ago on PC. Not me. And, anyways, I played that, and it was kind of silly, but at the same time terrifying, because every time you turned a corner, there was just a possibility that there was a ghost running towards you. like, first-person Pac-Man or something? Yeah, the first person hey, Pac Man thing. Super Bowl commercials, there was like a human Pac Man thing. Oh, okay. Like, there you go. Well, Dark Deception is that. It's first person Pac Man, like basically. Light or something. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was, was it Budweiser? There was a lot of Budweiser commercials. Does it matter? <laughs> it's there was beer. that one commercial where the kid's <laughs> dead. That was fucked up. What was, I have yeah, no idea what, what you're talking about. There was just this one, one like, commercial every- where there was this kid talking about like all the like like just his life, like you know, normal kid stuff. And then all of a sudden he's just like staring straight at the camera and he's like, But I can't do any of that because I died. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> just out of nowhere. And no, you're right. My my group of people, we were just like we just started laughing too, because it was like, what is this? And then I forget what it was even about, like a bank or something. I don't even remember. I'm sure the chat will mention it. A bank? There was a lot of like really weird commercials where it was like, what is this for? Oh, apparently Budweiser. What? Or like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, this is for T-Mobile. I don't understand the connection to that, but okay. Anyway. Hmm. Anyways, so that's what Dark Deception is, basically. Uh, you're running around collecting these soul shard purple things in a like, hotel sort of thing and like all the hallway it's basically like hotel hallways on a floor and they're in kind of a maze pattern and you have this thing chasing you trying to kill you it's okay Nation- nationwide it's- banking thank you chat nationwide bank oh that was a yeah, banking commercial yeah. i'm gonna or have to i'm gonna have to look that, that up after sense. insurance company makes a lot more sense anyway. 
Oh, okay. I think, I, I think. But then they also, <laughs> no, okay, so if that one, if there's some kind of connection that you can form between that, here's another one. There was this yeah. one commercial where this, like, farmer guy has, like, this pet dog that I guess he likes, and, you know, cute dog and all that. Then somehow, mm-hmm. like, the dog either, like, falls out of the truck or runs away or something. They get separated. That's that's the main point. And the dog's, like, okay. in the rain, and he's scared, and he's trying to come home. And then he's in, like, a field, and it's thundering out, and there's a wolf. Oh, yeah, by the way, the dog was, like, friends with the horse at the farm. And the horse somehow knows that the dog's in trouble from the wolf. So the horse and all of his horse friends bust out of the farm and find the dog and scare off the wolf and they're best friends and then the farmer's like oh sweet my dog's back Budweiser this is actually a follow up to last year's Super Bowl commercial where they set up this story of the dog and the horse what really yeah this Amazing. is a follow up commercial is insane. okay wow okay I'm gonna look this all up after good it, lord I'm serious this is the second commercial involving I, that dog and horse so I have to start with <clears throat> Super Bowl 2014's like yeah you got you got to go through that one first because of the story yeah, yeah right like gotta yeah. do it in sequential order don't do there it was out of order. a no recommended online like a order. clash of clans commercial with, with Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson yeah wow yeah. all right and then like a, the, a, that geez. game of war it, game that is like that I'm always seeing stuff on Twitter about apparently the Super Bowl commercials hmm. were like 4.5 million dollars each. Yeah, that's low. I thought there were more. I thought that's a lot of money. Well, yes, that's also true. Sorry, Paul. First person Pac-Man. It's great. You liked it? No, it's fine. It's a demo. I think it's greenlit on Steam, and they're trying to get it on PS4 and Xbox One and stuff, and it has Oculus Rift support, so that there's that. If like people want to check that out, you can just go to their Kickstarter page and download the demo for it for free. Um Second game I played is one that I was interested in a little bit. I like the survival-ish games on Steam, and this is kind of another one of those in that vein. It's called Stranded Deep. Okay. And it's basically you're playing crashes, and you have to survive on an island. That's, like, the like whole lost. thing. So, Yeah. Right. Except there's no other people. You're oh, alone. Man. So... Yeah, so you're kind of scavenging around looking for, like, coconuts and rocks and killing... Like, you have a pocket knife and a lighter, and that's basically all you had in your pocket when the plane crashed. I mean, arguably, those are two very good survival things to have with you anyways, like fire and a way to cut things. So you kind of have a leg up, I guess, right from the get-go, but that's fine. And there's crafting mechanics in it. You, like... Is there anything you need about this one? Just the fact that, like, you're completely alone on an island and you're trying to basically just survive. There's no enemy? Like, that's the... The enemies are just, like, the wildlife. Like, there's sharks if you go in the water and there's one around. They'll just, like, kill you and stuff like that. But there's no, like, people trying to gun you down or anything like that. You're just... I guess time is your enemy. There is a button to just, like, look at your watch. So... Okay. Yeah. Uh, It's fine. It's probably not worth the price it's selling for right now. I think I got it on sale. I think it's on sale right now for like 13 bucks or something, but I don't know. If like if you want one of those types of games, this one's kind of broken. It has some problems with it. Like the sharks can just like go into the sand of the oh, man, island. Sand sharks. Land sharks. Sand land sharks exactly. Street sharks. sharks. 
if you go into like the broken down boats and stuff in the area, there's usually hatches you can go into like get salvage like whatever was in the shipwreck, but you can't get out because you can't jump out of water. So you just basically have to restart the game. There's like game breaking problems with it. But I as far as I know, it's just like maybe one or two people making it with the Unreal development kit. So I think they're still working on it. That's why I would say, like, I can't recommend paying for Just it go right play now. One of the other one million but survival games on Steam, the ones that have been out for a while and like are being updated or worked on. Yeah, definitely okay. for sure. Uh, another game I played was one of those Nicholas, you know, Nicholas or whatever games nope. called uh, Castle in the Darkness. And uh, it, hmm? I was sorry, I was going to say for Sean Nicholas. Uh, published Cave Story and Binding of Isaac. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, what is this classification? Yeah. Uh, they, Nicholas is basically like a freelance indie studio. Okay. That's probably, like, they don't necessarily just make their own games. They help a lot of people, like, make other stuff. Just a bunch of renegade programmers or something. Okay. But uh, this is a game they did, and it is... It's a throwback to NES style games. It plays kind of like Shovel Knight almost, but without like the silliness of Shovel Knight. Like you are just a knight with a sword, basically. Okay. It's it's much more in the NES style though, where Shovel Knight was like a loving reproduction of what made those games good. This is basically like it feels like it could have been in NES games with a little bit better platforming and mechanics and stuff. It's kind of fine. It has some problems. There's some weird uh, frame rate problems if you play it on just like the standard setting. But if you put it full screen or higher than times two like size in the options, then it runs fine. So I don't know what that's all about. But if you have it kind of in a smaller window, it doesn't seem to like to run very well. The sword makes me think, is it like is it like when you play a zero in Mega Man? Like, what do you mean? Because he, he fights with a sword, right? So, if it's mm-hmm. like Shovel Knight, which is like Mega Man, but you have a sword. Oh, like like how the game plays, yeah, you mean? Yeah, just like... It plays, it plays almost more like a Castlevania sort of thing, only instead of a whip, it's a okay. sword. Yeah, so, I don't know, it's fine. It has uh, that Metroidvania type of, like, you can go to an area, get a power-up, and then go backtrack and get, like, items for... Like, the first item you get is this gauntlet or glove or whatever, and it helps you break walls with your sword. So after that, you can go back to the town preceding that area where you got it and, like, get some extra money by breaking some walls down that you couldn't before and that whole sort of thing. Uh, There's a lot of video game references in the game, which is hit or miss, I guess. Like, Like, it doesn't make... It doesn't make a game great or anything. It's just honestly the enemy types and like some of the characters like, and every now and then there no, there aren't Goombas, but like there is an enemy with the whip that just looks like an old version of like one of the Richters in the in like Castlevania or something. Okay. Like it's just dumb little shit like that. So it doesn't change anything about the game at all. They're just kind of little Easter eggs. Uh it had. I think it's trying to go for like kind of a sense of humor about how it does stuff because the sword you start off with is called the weak sword, and like the item description for it is basically like not the type of sword you want to do damage or something. And then you get like a better sword, and but 
that kind of falls flat because who cares? It's just like scrolling around through the different screens and killing zombies and like toads and stuff. So I don't know. It doesn't feel like they go far enough with anything to make it really outstanding, but it's kind of a cute little NES type game out right now. And it's five bucks. So it's not a huge price point anyway. Uh, Last game, which is going to segue into you a little bit as well is I finished off episode one Chrysalis or Chrysalis, sorry, of uh, Life is Strange this yeah, week. Yeah, Now, who's the developer? Yeah. I'm curious what they've done. They're, they did Remember Me, but yeah. I don't oh, remember their studio's right. name. They did do Remember Me. Um, yeah. Uh, don't Nod Entertainment. What have they done? They did, they've done Remember Me, Life is Strange, and then yeah. To Be Announced, Vampire, spelt with a Y. Nice. Which is classic. Nice. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It's a role-playing game, apparently. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, this is basically like... This is basically like a Telltale game, it's, honestly. Yeah, it's an episodic adventure game. <laughs> it's an episodic adventure with, like, game. The thing time travel. Mm-hmm. That's the unique hook. Yeah, so the game revolves around your main character that you control, Max Caulfield, who finds out in class one day that she has this uncanny ability to rewind time with her brain or something. Or her hand or something. She has to, like, stick her hand out to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they don't really explain what she's doing, just that you can rewind time. So that is the core mechanic that kind of changes this up, and... In that regard, it kind of changes things up with dialogue trees because there are like the moral choice things and this character will remember that's, your actions and stuff. That's one of the stuff. things that I'm, I'm a little conflicted on. So I'll just say we talked I a little too. briefly before yeah. this. I haven't finished it, but you seem to think I'm within like 30 minutes of the end, which if that's the case, uh, this yeah. thing is definitely like two hours tops unless you were like searching oh, dude, around, yeah. which I guess I wasn't really. Um, I searched around a lot and it was about an hour and 55 minutes. Yeah. I've only put about so. an hour 20 in and you were like, you're 80% done. So, <clears throat> but yeah, no, yeah. you'll go through like, you'll make a choice and it's specifically like, you know, this is going to be a choice. Cause once like the dialogue ends, she'll even say like, or she'll be thinking to herself, Oh man, I don't, I don't really know if I liked that. I mean, I guess I could rewind time, but they do that. She does that every single time. So I just, I'm always just doubting myself. <laughs> and I almost kind of don't uh-huh. like that I can rewind time because so many times I'm just like, uh, okay, I'm just going to go back and do it the other way. And I, and I, I can't, yeah. I'm not living with any of my mistakes. Like there was one time where I did it one way and I was like, was that actually bad? Okay, I'll go back and do it the other way. And then I was like, uh, oh no, she seems to be equally upset. I guess I'll just go back and do my first way again. And then did it again. Yeah. I found myself doing that a few times as well, and then I got to a point where I'm like, no, fuck it, I'm not going to rewind time during these dialogue options. This guy's an asshole, report him to the principal, or whatever, like, the choice is. Like, fuck that guy. So, you almost have to just have some conviction and restraint, otherwise you could just spend two hours, like, debating whether or not you want to make a choice, and in the end, it's not going to matter, really. Well, I'm actually kind of curious how different it is the things could get because it keeps saying there will be consequences. Like it always pops up saying there will be consequences to your choices and whatnot. Yeah. But no, a lot of the time travel also works in like the puzzle scenario. And from what I've seen, there was only like one thing that it was actually time based, 
where you had to like get in through a door and you need to figure out what's the best way to make this person move away from the door. And there was an element of time where after, you know, I didn't figure it out and it was like, Oh, I should probably rewind time and try that again. So, yeah, no, I had problems with that too. I mean, it's not really spoilers. So like the scenario is you're trying to get into your dorm room and the bitchy girl from class is sitting in front of the door and saying like, go away. And you have to do some weird stuff with like different items around. And one of those time-based things is basically there's a dude like painting the walls or something. So like he will take the paint can, put it down and then walk back to his shed and then like take that paint can again and then put it up on a thing. So you're supposed to do something in there. And if you miss that window of opportunity, you will have to rewind and yeah, try it, it just again. Like so hard that's pauses yeah. and waits for you to hit the rewind button. Yeah. So that's kind of like, it doesn't seem like you can fail it. You can pretty much just like strong arm your way through everything they have to offer, which is fine because it's an adventure game and like a basic puzzler. But what I like about the game so far is I've really, it has that twin peaks feel for me where it's okay, just like, there's well, first of all, it's in the Pacific Northwest, which is exactly where right. Twin yeah, Peaks is set. Yeah, it's in Oregon. Like they mentioned Seattle. It's in Oregon. It's in Acadia, Acadia if I remember. They specifically said. Yes. And, uh, but like, there's this whole thing of one of the characters, or there's a girl missing named Rachel. But everybody you seem to talk to, like, has had interaction or knew of oh, her. Really? I and the it, only occurrence I've had with the missing girl is just seeing the posters. Then again, I haven't been talking to like everyone or anything. If you talk to like anyone in that game, everybody knew who she oh. was. And that's intriguing okay. to me. Well, I figured because the so, posters were everywhere, it would come up sooner or later. Sure. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm in. I want to see like this through, uh, less important to me is kind of, there's like this ominous storm coming, I guess, or whatever that they kind of foreshadow at the very beginning of the, thing and i think you're gonna have to save probably the whole town somehow i would guess either that or maybe that's just her mind and she's like in a coma or something and her mind's just going crazy but i don't know i'm the whole like weird supernatural stuff i think they might intertwine in this world isn't what i'm interested in at all it's just this missing persons thing so i want to see it through but Otherwise, other than that, the aesthetic is really nice. It has kind of like a hipstery indie feel, but it's done well. Specifically, the art style reminds me exactly of Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, where it's kind of painterly and they almost look like they're kind of clay-like. And then then just the style of the game in in general, I totally get your... your, Well, they're kind of going for like a hipstery vibe because everyone just calls her a hipster dick or something. And she's walking around with her (laughs) Polaroid camera literally taking like selfies with it and stuff and she's a like she's she went to a photo school which i can't even i don't even really understand what kind of school she's at because it seems like it's a she's just in college she's in college i think it's like a like a she is she's in dorms saying that but like (laughs) you know i guess it's true i guess so but it just like yeah, I guess she like just went to college. It just did not seem like a college because of like it, the building seemed yeah. like a high school. It does, like, I know. It like, really does. Or like an elementary well, like, even. It's really of, like, weird. Walkers there and just like yeah. 
how small everyone just kind of seems and how petty they are and clicky. And it's like, none of this happens in college. Like it's true. <laughs> like if I even think yeah. of like my university, I don't even know where there were lockers. Cause who had a locker? Uh, our university actually had a Where are the lockers? lockers? <laughs> the UC? Yeah. They're all downstairs in the science department. Okay. Well, I didn't go to UFC, so I, that, doesn't, that doesn't really help <laughs> me or anyone. But I just, I just, I don't associate lockers with school that much because, you know, I, mm-hmm. if you're living on campus, all your stuff's in the dorm. If you're living off campus, all your stuff's at home. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I under, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I felt like it was more high. I don't know what it is. It's not even necessarily just the lockers. It feels high schooly. Well, again, like the whole for some reason aspect and stuff, and it's like this doesn't happen. That in might college. be it. Like, yeah, like you got the jock picking on the geek, it, like yeah, just dumb exactly shit like that. like that. And I'm like, I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. yeah, in college you'll see some jocks throwing a football around, of course, but that's also just kind of real life. But yeah, the jocks picking on the kid, it's or bullies. They're straight up posters on the wall for like stop bullying and it's like what yeah, yeah. there is she, i went up to one of them and she's like i bet that never stopped any bully and i'm just like what is this so i keep thinking like and she kept saying it's a school only for seniors so no kids allowed so i'm thinking like is this some weird school where only they only have people in grade 12 that's it like it is a grade 12 school that that does, does that exist, exist. Hmm. but again yeah, paul mentions it there's dorms she's talking about she's they have the one of the best photo or yeah, photography programs in the country. So I don't, it's a, I don't know what kind yeah. of edu, I don't know where the, the prep school, special school yes. are, is the company that made it even from like North America. It might just be a case where they're trying to make like their, this is, this is, structure this is their, ours. what they picture Oregon to be like. And, or I guess I should say Washington to be like, could be, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I do kind of like again back to the style. I do I do kind of like it. Like I was reading through all of her journal entries, uh, which yeah. was definitely cool. And um, you can even go through like her phone and stuff. So they they put a lot in there to try and like yeah. build out this character. And they're making plenty of references of like, oh man, I just watched like Scott Pilgrim for the one millionth time, and I'm like, that movie's great. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's good. Yeah. So. Um, no, they said it really, it's really grounded. It's said in a reality that, like, you could walk into a school and talk to this yeah, person this, because this it's just realistic scenario. So I guess, like, you, I'm a little yeah. nervous how supernaturally it's going to get. I hope it doesn't because the things I like about it are everything that's not rewinding time or, like, being able to do anything supernatural I at I all. Just, I, want, I wish there was more time rewind stuff because so far I've only needed to rewind time when it was, like, you are at a point where you need to rewind time to do this puzzle or did you not like your answer? Like I almost kind of wish there was more like it was more fluid of it's like, like how many puzzles did mm. you come across? Cause all I can think of is literally that one. There's like two or three. So I have a couple more to go through. I think you said you were in Chloe's I house right arrived. now. There's a pretty basic one. I think okay. cause I'm there. like, but I'm not I'm not going to spoil yeah, don't, that don't, because don't, that don't one is kind of neat. But I'm just yeah. wondering if there's like side stuff where it's like, no, you needed to make sure that when this scene started, you went there immediately because blah, blah, blah. Because you can rewind time as soon as like a scene starts, like basically when you enter a new area, that's kind of the scene you can. Re- and like Super Meat Boy, you can rewind just all the way or not Super Meat Boy. Sorry. Um, 
like Braid, you can just rewind all the way back to the beginning to try it all over again. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of wish there was more of like, no, hey, you missed it, but you can go all the way back and do it again if you wanted to. Uh, to rewind. But. Yeah. And then apart from that, what I do like with the time travel is because the like the the UI when you're rewinding time is like a spiral that kind of un like kind of unfills up. Uh, and there'll be points yeah. on the spiral where you can like stop because you'll know, oh, that's when that conversation started. And then it'll let you like skip the conversations to whatever the new thing is or whenever there's a choice, which is which is real nice because you are going to go back and forth through these conversations a lot. So at least they definitely that made that nice and fluid. So yeah. definitely. Also, at the very end of the game, they have like the stats screen sort of thing that Telltale does okay. as well. That's cool. And uh I mean, we can talk when you finish it, like next week and stuff. We can talk a little bit about that, maybe specifically. But it's weird because the first stat screen is just like there's four basic major things that you chose okay. to do, or four or five or yep. whatever. And then so you read those, and then you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Then you go next, and then there's like fifty other small things that you completely miss oh. in the environment, and you can tell the ones that like. You can completely miss because one percent of people have done it the okay. opposite or f- figure that out, and that is insane I, to me. There's so much little shit in that game that you can just like find out. Yeah, it is. It's but really again, good. just being able to like rewind past the important stuff. I almost wish it was like you have full rewind ability, except for when something major happens, you have to live with that. That would be yeah. I, I kind of wish that, but anyway, I've. This is only the first episode. I had a friend play through it, though, who mentioned apparently there's a mode. I don't know if you like unlock it or something once you beat the game, but it just lets you go through everything like with like no like no risk or whatever just to get all the collectibles. Did you notice that? Oh, okay. No, actually, when I finished, I kind of turned it off and moved on. So I know he finished it and then he was talking about there's apparently some mode that just lets you easily see any parts of the game like nice and orderly so that you can go see everything without being like, obviously time wouldn't make sense, but here's every, you can, you can unlock everything, which that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, sure. So that's kind of nice to throw in there too. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So life is strange. I'll probably finish that up as soon as this podcast ends. And then the other thing, mm-hmm. I guess also about time travel is Majora's Mask 3D. <laughs> um, there you go. Theme, <laughs> yeah. theme for, for the today. week. Uh, yep. Yeah, I've just been playing more of that. Um, I think I'm like, I think I'm really getting it. Like I'm starting to like, I'm really liking Majora's Mask. And this was your first time mainly, playing it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah, thought, mainly. Yeah. Um, like I said last week, uh, I'd never even made it to the first dungeon because the time travel thing just stressed me out. Mm. Um, but now with all the side quest stuff and like unlocking... Basically, like with all the yeah, with all the side quest stuff, and you're unlocking stuff that you don't need to beat the game, but just make you more powerful. Like I got like the bunny hood, which is awesome, and um, the super gilded sword or whatever, the gold one, which is longer. Like I'm getting kind of like Mm -hmm. an RPG feeling of like I'm actually building up this character to be awesome, and I love the time I've invested into this character, which I never have in Zelda ever because. Like, it's just so formula, like, you're going to get these eight items. <clears throat> uh, you can get, you know, more hearts or more magic if you want. But, uh, blah, blah, blah. Whereas in something like Final Fantasy or whatever, it's like, no, I want to go out of my way to unlock that specific summon and put time into this character. And I'm getting kind of that feeling with this one, 
which is really cool. Yeah. Majora's Mask really was an outlier yeah, compared to the other yeah. ones. So yeah. yeah, no, I'm quite I'm quite enjoying it. Um I'm I'm a, I just got the Zora mask. So, you know, I still have a bit a bit to go. But yeah, yeah, that's uh that's still uh pretty fun. Pretty fun. <clears throat> uh that's all I was playing this week. So let's uh go on to the news. Alright, what's going on this week? I think first we should talk about Club Nintendo. All right. Did you guys? Uh, so the rewards went up. Did you guys uh, go to clubnintendo.com and have it be completely broken for you? No. <laughs> yes, that's why I was smart and waited till midnight, and then I logged on just fine. Today was the nice. first day I was able to input more codes for coins since it happened, which mm-hmm. was like Monday or something when it went live. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think it was Monday it went live. So I, I waited till like Monday night. I'm like surprised you were still even able to do anything. I put in codes and I spent all my codes. Oh, no which, okay. Left. So how many codes? How many coins did you get up to? Seventeen wow. something. I'm up to like I I had a I'm lot. up to eight something, and I know I have more codes uh, back with my parents. So I've you know I I was like, hey, can you like look through these specific games and tell me if there's a code in here because <laughs> I need to use them. Nice. Um. So I'm at like eight something. What all did you buy? Uh the the tote bag. Oh, you didn't go for just the, games. I'm, I'm going just games. I didn't get a single game. Or sorry, I got Whoa. one game. I got one You're game. You're crazy. So I got the puzzle. Yeah, the Majora's Mask. Uh, the Majora's Mask. Yeah. Pu- yeah, I got the Majora's Mask bag. I just love Majora's I Mask. Had, like, not really, but I mean, you, I you, need got, a the new Major- bag you got that Majora's Mask bag. You're doing that Majora's one. Mask puzzle. You pre-ordered that Majora's Mask 3DS. Like you love Majora's Mask. Apparently, that's how that works. It's true. Yep, you've done it. You figured out my ruse. <laughs> my ruse. <laughs> <laughs> I had exactly 80 coins left over, so I picked up Grill Off with Ultra Hand. Are you kidding? Um, that was it. I had that's 80 coins. There's nothing that, else that game to buy. Is, that was like the, that there was, was the first game they ever else to they buy. ever released on that thing, and it's been there the whole time. And it looks like such hot garbage. It Are you gonna play is. some grill off? It'll probably be on a stream. I'll get my money back With off the of that. Wheat? <laughs> With the wheat? I don't even. Isn't that like you have all that all that money I put into getting it? Which isn't is the none. concept of that game you're grilling, but instead of using like a spatula, you have this weird like spring contraption? Like for whatever reason, you were like, I'm gonna have a barbecue on this nice sunny Sunday, but I'm just gonna make it really difficult for myself. I'm pretty sure and you gotta like squeeze them together to make it go out to like pick stuff up. I don't know. I honestly don't maybe that game's the best thing ever. I haven't heard that, but I again. Like I said, I had eighty coins. There was nothing else I could buy. The next closest was I think one hundred and fifty. Is there's got to have been some hmm. stuff for a hundred? No, I don't think. I'll, I, I mean, I don't. But I thought there. I thought one hundred and fifty was the highest, or was the lowest. The next, you know what I mean? Um, I was bummed out because I saw that Doc Lewis Punch Out was there for sale, and I'm like, oh shoot, I should have got that. Oh, the game. But I don't. Okay. Yeah. But I already, but I already gotten the physical rewards. So I'm gonna get just, um, just games. Although that bag does mm-hmm. look cool, but um, I don't, I don't need a bag. <laughs> um, that puzzle looks cool too. But I don't do puzzles anyway. Um, <laughs> nothing against puzzles. Puzzles are cool. 
I the ones I'm going to pick up is uh, Earthbound. Um, I think it's like 300 coins. Like, there's some really great deals. Earthbound's on there. There's a bunch of games that yeah. I, like. Okay, so here's my recommendations for people: Golden Sun for 200 coins. That's fantastic. Get that. Uh, Wonderful 101 Game and Wario for like 600 each. Also great deals. I think the most expensive thing is We Party You for 800, which is gross. That's the dumbest thing. That game is <laughs> like a dumpster fire. And it's not worth being the most expensive game on there. But yeah, I'm getting Earthbound. I was thinking of getting Dr. Luigi and Ness Remix. Um, mm. Even like Super Mario 3D Land is on there. Like there's there's some really great games. Yeah, Sean, in my case, you have to keep in mind, I ha- already had the majority of those games. So really... And the chat is confirming that, yeah, after 80 coins, 150 was okay. the next point. Okay, all right. So. Still just that, like, that grill game has been there for, like, years. <laughs> Look, looking at the list of what they're offering, it's mostly either, the, like, their stuff they're offering monthly. We're going to have they're like, oh, they picked these four games. And then any platinum rewards were also there. So that's why, like, Dr. Luigi, Game & Wario, all that stuff was there. Those were I don't think any of the 3DS games year. have been in there, have they? Uh, Kid Icarus is the only one I don't think so, but Donkey Kong Country Returns definitely was. it? Is. Okay. I guess I haven't had Platinum yeah. for a couple years, but... Yeah, last year they gave you... was It was one big game or two games. I forget what it was. And that's how I got Dr. Luigi and okay. something else. Okay. Or maybe it was just Dr. Luigi. I don't remember. Anyway, there's some great games there, so if you, and you might as well use your coins up, so people should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to start redeeming those pretty soon here. If you can't log in, wait till it's fairly late. I had no problems doing surveys in that at midnight my time, which is mountain time. They also so have like a, a headline time, saying we're getting tons of traffic. You have until like the end of June to do this. So don't like feel like you yeah. should be rushed. Mm-hmm. That's only if you want the physical rewards like the. Uh, the oh, I g- that. that's, so that's true. Why I guess that's rush. why you would have to rush. But if, if you're just like you and just want the games, then yeah, there's just, zero rush. Those games. That's true. If they run out yeah. of codes, then they're fucking stupid. Um, okay, so, um, I guess let's just do the other Nintendo news. Um, variant colors for Amiibos. We knew they were coming. Yeah. Here they are. Uh, Of course. Already. I can't believe it. There's, um, yeah, silver and gold Marios. (laughs) Yeah. So, John, what's, what's the word? Are you getting some variant Amiibos? Of course he is. Uh, okay, so yeah, well, only if I can get them easily. So you're wait, did you pre-order them? Are you pre-ordering? Them? If, if that's you don't have to pre-order Mario, just walk in and pick it up. Nobody hey, wants. You, that I don't shit. know if you know. I don't know if you realize this. You know the new Mario that's coming out. The, the yeah. Mario, Mario Party Amiibo? Ten Mario. Yeah, you can't. You can't buy that by itself. Uh, yeah, you I know. <laughs> you have to buy Mario Party. You have 10 to buy to get the game. Well, you were probably going to buy that anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, no, don't got you that actually like so. Mario Party for whatever reason? I. Yeah, because I have friends to play it with. <laughs> Mario Party's oh, not fun. Mario Party is literally the monopoly <laughs> of video games. No, that's Fortune Street. That's no, literally I, Fortune Street. That is literally if I was Fortune. Offered, would you like to play Mario Party or Fortune Street? I'd be like, Fortune Street sounds weird. I'll try that. Also, slimes are kind of cool. Whereas Mario Party's like, you know what's you know what's basically the same thing? Let's just roll the dice and guess what's gonna happen. That's Mario Party. That 
No, you should play 100% orange juice. Cause I was going to say that's 100% game. orange juice. Uh, anyway. Because that, that doesn't even have mini games in it. So. Nope. That's that is literally dice. rolling the dice and Mario, hoping something Mario happens. Mario at least breaks it up with the mini games. Um. Anyway, yeah, Mario. I didn't know you could only get the Mario one with Mario Party 10, but... Okay, so John, I, just like updated your stance now with Amiibos is I will buy every single Amiibo that comes out. I've I've gotten a good chunk right you now. You might as are you well. Missing, are you okay? Did you get this Toad thing? Apparently, it's like the hottest shit. Well, I mean, I got this sweet Bowser. Bowser okay. is great. Yeah, Bowser's isn't Toad sweet, like actually. the rarest one or the hardest one to get now? Toad's not even out yet. Okay. Well, anyway. Those, those aren't out till March. There was something about like purchasing the, the them. I was March. watching Twitter, and well, there's also an email about it. So I guess we'll come back to this a bit later. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, okay. yeah. The new Super Mario set—they're all up for pre-order now. Everywhere that was pre-ordering them, the Toad ones went out first because they actually did something in a game. So they disappeared first, and then all the other ones are still available for the most part. Okay. How many amiibos are there? Do you know? Um, that are out so far. I guess that they've or that they've have been, been like announced. announced. Like, if everything they've announced comes out, how many amiibos will you have if you want one of everything? Also, second, I feel like we're teetering around thirty-five. Okay, second least? question: Are you going to get duplicates so that you can have different save files? Um, no. That's a only, good question. No, but the only exception. Is I have I'm trying to get eight Captain Falcons. So why? Of course, yeah. Because then you can fight them together against exactly. each other. Why yeah. Why don't you just wait for like variant color Captain Falcons? Because then you're gonna no, end up with more no. than eight Captain Falcons. <laughs> I love how you had to choose one of the rarest ones too. <laughs> I, well, I know it's the like you thing. couldn't just have an eight battle Yoshi fight or something no. where you could just you go know, down the you store. Know what the best part is Paul. I already have five. <laughs> five Captain. Oh Falcons. Jesus! You're gonna Christ. have three Mario's. Wait, how no, have, you're going to have four Mario's. Four. You're going to have four Mario's. Mario's. In this one. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even need to rewrite anything, which is the, the kind of the brilliant part about it. That's like the part of their marketing is mm-hmm. that they're going to probably, every time they make a game that's going to actually need to rewrite something, they'll probably just release a new Amiibo set to go with it. it that's the, brilliant marketing the and like really there, dirty just, at the same time. Here's my stance. Don't buy Amiibos. <laughs> that's my stance. <laughs> They're nice. Don't worry, you can't find any of the good I mean, ones anyway. So yeah. it's also fucking pretty true. much it's, set. It's for a built-in life. contingency plan right there. The, you can't I think buy the them only anyway. Way I, I would pick up an amiibo is if it was like a character that I really like. That's also somewhat obscure, mm. like Ca- Captain Falcon. Nah, he's like super popular now. Are you kidding? Mm. Go up to any kid and he'll be like Falcon Punch. <laughs> you don't you even have to, to say anything to him. Anything? <laughs> no, I meant you should fucking punch any kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh no. You know who's not cool? Mario's not cool. Sonic's and, cool. Yeah. I, te- I tend to agree. You. He's got yeah, attitude. You stop playing the game. He's not waiting around. He's tapping his foot. Anyway, Sonic. All- it was even in the theme song that he has Sonic attitude. Sucks. For the yeah. cartoon show, Sonic is awful. Too, too fast for the naked eye. He's the fastest thing alive. Okay, so John, what's your amiibo count right now? How many do you have, including duplicates and everything? How many amiibos? 
This should be 23 make, then, right? Can make me actually yeah, this Paul, what are you at? Are you also buying lots of Amiibos? Do you have an no. Amiibo? What do you- Yeah, I have a few of them somewhere okay. here. What's your Amiibo count? Uh, like five or six, okay. I think. I'm at one. John's at? Um, if you count the extra Falcons, I'm at 28. Uh, and I have four spares that I'm debating either putting up for sale or giving away during streams. What? What, what do you mean you have spares? Uh, accidental. Oh, but why don't you just wait for the oh, Nintendo okay. to release a game that requires a new, a, one, another one of those, yeah. and you're like, sweet, I got my backups. Because I know you're waiting for the next eight F-Zero games to come out so that you can have a save file for each one of them. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be and so good. three, we're announcing not one, not two, but seven <laughs> F-Zero games. <laughs> so you can have your, uh, your Smash Bros. Falcon and then one for each other of the games. Oh man, Baby Mario would be an awful amiibo. Gross. Yeah. Give me like a Viva Pinata amiibo. Yeah. Give me Viva Pinata 3. <laughs> Actually, I'd prefer that. Anyway. <clears throat> um, okay, this is this was just something I, f- I thought was kind of interesting. So this story started. This is about the world ends with you, the iOS version of it. Apparently, mm-hmm. when iOS 8 came out back in September, uh, it didn't get updated to support that. So it wasn't working properly. And there were, um, okay. and then someone finally got a hold of like Square Enix, um, their support line, and asked, like, is this going to happen? And they said there's no plans to update it for iOS 8, which I thought was pretty gross because now your game just doesn't mm-hmm. work. And like, it would work as long as you just don't update your your Apple device, which who's not going to do that? Um, eventually, like a few days later, they they like corrected themselves and saying they are, and it was some weird like uh, like a translation issues or whatever they were talking about, so they didn't mean to say no or whatever. But I just thought it was oh, okay. I just thought it was kind of interesting of like even like the digital media like is just not going to last if they don't keep supporting. Like it's not even an online game. Is this is straight mm-hmm. up a single player game that they're just like the game didn't change in any way. They didn't release an update to break it. It's just that the phone software changed and they were like, I mean, I guess we could keep supporting it or not. And it's just weird to think some companies might not. Um, well, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the worst option? Just straight up removing it from the system like they did with Scott Pilgrim. I mean, like is like it's I guess. And but you're if yeah that would be worse i suppose but your only other option if they're not going to update it is you have like a dedicated like ipod touch that will mm-hmm. never be updated to play some of these old games mm. i mean eventually that's going to happen companies are just not going to see the financial benefit of it or they'll just re-release a new version that people can buy but you'll then you mm-hmm. also have to consider like a lot of these games and stuff only work on so many like operating systems back so you would need like every three years to get a new iPod touch that will never be updated to support like that last three years of games. Just like, in, you know, I'm, I'm thinking in a worst case scenario if games weren't being updated. Um, and then I saw someone point out that apparently uh, Ghost Trick hasn't been updated for iOS 8 either. And that's also just insane to me. How is that like? 
Especially with these games where they're charging like 20 bucks for the iPad version or whatnot and not your standard app pricing. Like, how, why are these not being updated? But anyway. It's a dangerous new market. <clears throat> yeah, so I just thought that was some mm-hmm. weird, like, kind of growing, growing pain type stuff. Um, all right, next one. Uh, Sony no longer owns Sony Online Entertainment. This blew my mind when I saw it, that. You know, it's. I think it sounds worse than it is because if you look at what games they've put out, it's kind of like, who cares? I mean, so Sony Online Entertainment, they're responsible for PlanetSide, uh, EverQuest, mm-hmm. which I guess that's kind of the big one. Yeah, I was going to say, who cares about one of the biggest MMO franchises? Like, but like still, like who's still thinking about EverQuest right now? I think people are still playing EverQuest Next. I heard it was actually getting good buzz. Probably less people out? than RuneScape. EverQuest Next? Is that out? I don't, I don't think know. that's out. I thought it was. No, maybe not. Yeah, upcoming. upcoming. When is it? Yeah, still TBA. Okay. Um, they did H1Z1. Um, Paul mentioned that recently. Star Wars Galaxies. But anyway, they're now... Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Daybreak Game Company. Uh, they purchased them from Sony, and uh, they've uh, straight up like a tweet from one of the guys said, "You know, can't wait to make Xbox One games." So it's basically just they were picked up, and now they're not exclusive to Sony. Um, yeah. I, again, I think that was just kind of more of like a weird headline: Sony no longer owning Sony Online Entertainment. Because <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. I have no attachment to like any of the, their games at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of people definitely play a lot of those games. Like H one, H one Z one was actually getting a lot of hype recently. So, um, and the company that bought them is Columbus Nova, which that's a cool name. They should be Columbus Nova Games, <laughs> not Daybreak <laughs> Game Company. Agreed. Um, okay, last news story. This is super small. I just noticed. Uh, so the guy um, Ken Gao, who uh, is basically all of Freebird Games, he did to the moon. Uh, he just tweeted out saying there's a new mini episode coming next week, which I didn't hear anything about this. And I guess he considers mini episodes to be like a bird story. Um, so just public service announcement. I guess another one of those are coming. So that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Also to the moon is like 75% off right now. And that game's great. Uh, that's it for news. Let's go on to emails. All right, let's do it. And if you have any, want to answer there, you want to send in any questions or emails, our email is top10perspective at gmail.com. TDP Podcast is our Twitter, and we're also Top 10 Perspective on Facebook. Word. I'll start it off, I guess. Right, I'm 3D Homer it. asks, are there any games that are similar to a game you like, but the minor differences end up being a deal breaker? I gotta look up the name of this game because <laughs> there's one specific that comes to mind right away. I, but I I'm can't. having that exact same problem. But I'm Phoenix having... Rage plays like it should be Meat Boy, but it's a shitty version of Meat Boy and is not good. Okay, I was I was thinking you might go with all this um, like survival games. H1Z1 plays like Infestation Survivor Stories, plays like Gary's Incident, plays like DayZ, plays yeah. like... Yeah. And no. so on and so on. <laughs> I've played all of them. <laughs> they're not... Yeah, they're not very good, some of them. 
I am racking my brain because I know for sure there are games that Hyrule Warriors looks like Legend of Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere near as fun. Beautiful Joe Red Hot Rumble plays like Smash Brothers, but doesn't quite hit it. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale kind of plays like Smash Brothers. Doesn't quite hit it. Actually, that PlayStation All-Stars one is pretty accurate, and that made me think of that uh, Kirby triple deluxe mini game um, that they made a separate eShop download of. Um, yeah. You know, nifty idea, but not enough for me to buy that thing separately. <clears throat> it Maybe if there wasn't a portable version of Smash Brothers that came out like a month later. That was not a month later. Kirby triple deluxe came out in the first half of the year. No, when it came as a oh, separate thing. I don't know when that happened. So It, it was after PAX okay. Prime because I remember they were, they were advertising it pretty heavy okay. on PAX Prime. Okay. Uh, okay, next question. Foul Marshmallow asks, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, uh, are any of you planning on getting it? I thought we got this last week. No. no. Probably not. The answer will always be no, Marshmallow. Stop asking me. Yeah, uh, not really into Monster Hunter. All right, next question. Uh, what are we looking at? Uh, Joiner Fusion. Question for John. Given that Evo has never run more than eight games in the given three-day period, do you think there's any chance for growth enough for a ninth game now or in the future? future, If you were the tourney organizer, would you add a fourth day? You would have to add a fourth day to fit another game in there because it's just so packed. The stream is usually nonstop. The only little breaks they have are when they're swapping games. Or if there's like a promotional thing going on, like when they had Killer Instinct up a couple years ago. Do you think um, it'd be worth like having two streams going at the same time? Like you might miss out on stuff, but you could have. T- they do already. They have oh, three they have going three? usually. Okay. Yeah, they have separate pools for like the smaller games, and then like with the main tournaments, make it to the proper Evo stage, the feed. Okay. Ball. All right. Uh... Second question from Joiner Fusion. Question for me and Sean. Since I know you're not as gung ho about fighting games as John, if you were in charge of running a tournament as large scale as Evo, what nine games would you oh, two man. choose? Okay, uh, Muscle March. Yeah, ah, everyone's <laughs> favorite fighting game. You yep. said just what nine games would you choose? It says running a tournament. Yeah, so I'm putting any competitive games I want there. Muscle March. All right. <laughs> um. I'm just trying to think of like the silly That's it. Thing. That's it. Just nine nine yeah. different muscle march tournaments. <laughs> nine separate muscle march tournaments. <laughs> Mine would be a race. Mega Man one to nine. Oh my done. god. Done. Built oh in. God. Yeah. That's <laughs> just so making me think watch, of like actually. Mario Maker, but if it's good enough that you can create the entire <laughs> game in one stage and then you just do that and they have to go through this that one stage. That would be kind of badass. Um what else would be a great competitive game to play? That like isn't already there though, because I could just say like I like to watch Dota, so maybe that. Oh wait, what about that other thing that pays the people that win it ten million dollars? I don't think they'll care about my little Evo. <laughs> I don't know, maybe some like Risk of Rain runs because it's kind of it's that kind could of be random, fun. So that would just be yeah, kind of silly. Um, the Boiler League is fun to watch. The Binding of Isaac, some Elite Beat Agents. 
that that's an odd choice, but sure. <laughs> sure. I'm trying to think what has like an endless mode that you could just kind of keep going at as opposed to like score based. Hmm. I can't I can't think of nine, but there's some uh, there's some silly responses. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, OK, Justin writes uh, with the recent release of the Persona 5 trailer. What is the best trailer you've seen? I liked the trailer oh, for God. the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the world a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was a gr- yeah. There's some good movie trailers out there. They know how to do those. <clears throat> Best trailer. I feel Blood, like there's Blood an Dragons obvious answer. Yeah, Blood Dragons was pretty good. I agree. Oh man, someone said Plants vs. Zombies. Is there an endless mode to Plants vs. Zombies? Oh, yes. that'd be yes. good. That'd be cool. <laughs> how about, how about uh, whatever that horde mode for Alan Wake was? That's a weird one. <laughs> Yep, that is Remember a weird that? one. Let's do that. Yep. Who can last longest okay. in the Alan Wake <laughs> horde mode, like whatever their version of that was? Anyway, trailer, game trailers. Um, trying to think. I don't watch a ton of game trailers unless it's like E3. Oh, The Last Guardian made me want that game so bad. That trailer. I- I liked Goat Simulators making fun of the Dead Island trailer. I w- that was pretty I good. I that, but I was going to say, like, when the Dead Island trailer came out, I enjoyed Dead it. Island. Like, yeah, it was it real was, good. It was cool to see. It still is real good. Um, hmm. Yeah, I really don't really watch... I don't watch trailers unless it's E3. Trying to think of something I got like super excited for. I'm sure I got like really excited for like an Assassin's Creed one a few years ago when that was in like its prime. I really like that Silent Hills had a playable trailer. <laughs> the, mm, that was a cool so that idea. Just wins playable, yeah. playable trailer. Or is it? Or is it? I playable mean, they teaser? are using the medium. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's basically a trailer at the end of that it's too. A, it's a yeah. teaser trailer. John, did you ever fit, like beat that that thing? No. No, I never bothered because I thought that mic thing was really stupid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, All right, Michael writes, favorite incarnation of Link? Zelda 2. I mean, isn't his personality literally always the same? Just quiet? The Zelda Zelda cartoon Link. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me, princess. Princess. (laughs) It's like a CDI Link. Uh. Because he he doesn't... Link has no personality, right? His personality is I'll just do whatever the, you ask whatever the me player of, puts and I'll save the princess. Yeah. Yeah, he's well, just an avatar for the player. Yeah, yeah. Um So like is this like what's your favorite Zelda game or is it just or are we just going CDI Link? Uh if I had to say a game, I'd probably say CDI Link cuz it's just goofy as fuck. <laughs> it I'm going to say the cartoon cuz I I like asshole Link. Oh right, there is a cartoon. What he okay, was in the I, show. I kept thinking you were talking about yeah. the cutscenes in CDI. No, no. I, was about, I was talking about the show. I actually might own that cartoon. I don't think I ever watched it, or maybe I owned like the Super Mario Bros. cartoon. I don't remember what I have on DVD. Yeah, it it ran with that show. It so. did. Yeah. 
All right, what's the next question? Someone else take it. Okay, we'll go to emails. David writes in, with Mario Party 10 coming out soon, do you think Nintendo should eventually make a Mario Party retrospective game, like a collection of the most popular minigames, maps, and extra modes from Mario Party 1 through 10? I think that would be kind of cool. It could be okay, sure. It would also be nice because it would actually be going back to the old style of Mario Party gameplay, because apparently 10 is sticking with 9's gameplay, from what I've been hearing. 9's gameplay? Uh, 9's gameplay was they put you in a car, all four of you, Mm -hmm. and you take turns being the driver, and you have to basically compete to get the most, like, mini stars by the end of the board. Like, it's a a finite ending to the board. So I heard rumors back when 10 was announced last year that uh, one mode was going to be that and the other mode was going to be traditional. Mm-hmm. And last rumor I heard that wasn't true. It was straight up all nine. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect anymore when this comes out in a couple weeks. Um, I don't think they need to do that because I don't think we need more Mario Party. I think there's too much. Yeah, okay. Valid. I don't know. I think they rolled back the amount of Mario Party releases enough that they could probably I mean, just do that. Do, do you guys have like any memorable mini games from Mario Party? No, I hate Mario yeah. Party. Yeah, there's a bunch. I like the tank ones. Are always been fun that they had in two. Okay, I'm just like I played three the most. I'm trying to think of anything that like stuck out. Chicken Chase. That was fun. Three. Yeah. I remember throwing a controller at somebody who beat me in a game in Mario Party at like a friend's house after a night of drinking. That was probably my favorite mini game. <laughs> that controller broke and I had to buy another one for the poor bastard whose controller it was though. Uh, okay, David had a second part of his email. He says, "Also, I hope none of you intended to get Toad amiibos from Best Buy." Uh, in parentheses .ca because they're already gone and then he gives us an approximate timeline I guess this is eastern time he says uh, before 9am Mario Party amiibos appeared in the online store but could not be pre-ordered sometime after 1pm mm-hmm. Mario Party amiibos can be pre-ordered before 3pm Toad amiibos were unavailable for pre-order and only the Toad amiibo so I guess in under 2 hours they were all slow. Yeah, that's why I physically went to a store and pre-ordered them, so I don't have to <laughs> Yeah. So you have a toad coming? Okay. Yep. Cool. Okay. Mitchell writes in, Been playing Shovel Knight for the last few days, and it crossed my mind that Yacht Club Games might be the perfect team to make a new Mega Man game. I've also had on my mind that Arc System Works should be the perfect, or would be the perfect developer to make a Soul Eater fighting game. Soul Eater is an anime-slash-manga property. What companies do you think would be perfect to create a new game in an existing franchise or a new franchise based upon an already existing property? I do agree with the Shovel Knight Mega Man thing. Well, it almost yeah. is a Mega Man game. Yeah, like, exactly. It pretty much is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Who did Siren? What is Siren? Uh, that was a Sony franchise, but I don't know what company made it. I'll look that up. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Siren series. Uh, straight up uh, SCE Japan. I would okay. kind of, I kind of like, so Platinum did um, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I would kind of be okay yeah. with them just getting more properties to do weird stuff with. 
and just to go. I crazy agree. With it. I'm yeah. Platinum, as far as I'm concerned, have an open ticket to do whatever the hell they want, and I will yeah, try it. Pla- as long as long as it's the A team and not the B team at Platinum. Yes. Where's the <laughs> there B is team that. put out? They did that Legend of Korra oh, game. Oh, okay. Um, also, similar uh, Ninja Theory. Because uh, I've enjoyed Enslaved a lot. Uh, DMC was great. Uh, so mm-hmm. just you know, giving them some more stuff is would be cool. They're good at the character action as well. Yeah, for sure. And Siren has their own team called Team Siren. Well, then Team Siren should make a Silent Hill game. I don't know. I've never been that big a fan of Siren. I like Siren. It has I'm that cur- creepy cur- atmosphere Silent Hill needs. I well, I'm curious to see how Silent Hills is going to be because that'll be like the tipping point because it's Kojima as director and Del Toro as and Del Toro, yeah. So, oh man, that's going to be something. Maybe (laughs) I hope that's something. That's going to be my biggest disappointment if that game sucks. Yeah, is that 2015? I don't even remember if that's this year or next year. I don't know either. Knowing Kojima, it's probably 2016. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was for... Okay, Mitchell had two questions, sorry. That was for all of us, and now he has one just for John. Found out recently that I'm going to become an uncle come late July or early August. How has your experience as an uncle been so far, and do you have any tips? Uncle Uh, tips from Uncle John? Uh, It's been all right so far. Uh, They're still really young, so there's not really much I can do that, like, their their parents kind of have to do more than everything. Right. I'm also lucky that, like... My mom and dad also live in the area and are staying with uh, my sister. So they are also taking care of the kids. So really, I just have to show up and entertain them when I'm there. Nice. But they can't even like talk yet and stuff, right? No, they're they're getting close. They're at the point where they're walking now. So Do you walk before you talk? They will... It depends. I believe I talked before I walked. Okay. But hmm. it's not the, it's oh, not the normal. Okay. I, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, next one from the Great B Man. During the Best of 2014 podcast, the fan choice winner for most played game that came out before 2013 was Xenoblade Chronicles. I think he means the 20XX game of the year community. He means, oh, I think. Yes. <clears throat> uh, yeah. This was noted as being rather unusual for how big the gap was, which John mentioned that they have a meal to thank for that due to his Let's Play series. He certainly isn't wrong in my case, but the interesting thing was that I had bought the game long before he even started Let's Playing it. I tried to play it before, uh, but couldn't find myself getting into it until the series until his series helped better explain the game to me. It quickly shot up as my favorite Wii game after watching a few episodes and playing it to the end myself. Thinking back, this was not the only game I didn't give a fair chance the first time, as Monster Hunter was another game I couldn't understand before until watching some videos and Let's Plays on YouTube that better showcased what I was supposed to be doing. Taking these into account, my question is this. Were there any games you have played that you didn't quite get at first until someone, be it a friend, YouTube personality, etc., showcased what made that game so great and found yourself loving it afterwards? For me, it's Mass Effect. I did not like Mass Effect 1. I tried Mass Effect 2 just because. Loved it. Went back. Loved 1. Mm. No. I don't really have anything at all in that regards. 
I've yeah. had a lot of game. I've had a lot of cases where like, oh, this is a game I picked up or I didn't, I hadn't tried out yet, and I saw someone playing. It's like, oh, that looks pretty good, and then popped it in. That's about it. Yeah, I think the Mass Effect one is the only one that fits his criteria exactly of playing it and disliking mm-hmm. it. Usually, if I don't like something, I'm I'm just not going to go back to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have enough stuff to play. And that and that's rare for me, but it does happen, and nothing's really changed my mind in any of those games. Mm-hmm. Okay, James writes in, there's been rumors of a golden and silver Mario Amiibos. To wait, or wait, to wait extreme, or to what extreme will you go and put them in your museum, John? Also, to the um, Canadians, do you have some chance at... Do you by some chance gets a Super Bowl at? We talked about that. Yes, we do. Uh, anyway. Sort of, sort of. We officially they don't air normally on TV, but we officially are going to be getting them in the 2017 Super Bowl, I think, mm-hmm. or, or 2016. Right? Oh, so wait, what yeah. happens in Canada? Is it just normal commercials? Normal commercials? Huh. It's really it dumb. Pretty dumb. It's only within the past like recent while that people have been like, "Hey, come on, let's fix this." Okay. And yeah, as for the gold and silver meebles, I'll go to a store and pre-order them. Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. remember that. Cool. Yeah. All right, and Andrew writes in with the last question, but it's three questions here. First one is, have you ever picked up a game expecting it to be horrible and were very supervised to find that it was actually very good? <laughs> I'm going to assume that was I'm so, autocorrect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to assume that was autocorrect on that, Andrew. Sure. Surprisingly enough, it was port, ported from the Vita and worked perfectly for me. Surprisingly enough, it was port from the Vita and worked perfectly for me. I have no he idea. He talks about the next about. sentence. Yeah. I recently picked up Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 1. Yes, it actually has a semicolon. <laughs> Uh, otherwise known as the console war RPG series with Moe anime girls and was very surprised to find that this was one of the best RPGs I've ever played. Also was really funny with a ton of references to games and franchises. I don't know. I don't pick up that many games that I'm expecting are bad. I, I usually avoid those ones. Um, I've <clears throat> played a lot of bad games that have been funny and I've enjoyed, but not that I would put on like a game of the year list. But have you played any games, you know, that you were expecting to be horrible, but were surprised that were actually very good? Mm, like, like I said, very good for the wrong yeah, reasons. I feel like yours is more like mm. I'm, I'm laughing at this because it's awful. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I I don't think that's in the like right context of what he means, though, because no, I have I, know. I have picked up games expecting to be horrible and have been surprised that they were playable, maybe, but not good. Yeah. So like Honey Pop, I was expecting I was about to be to say horrible. Honey Pop is like what the fuck? But it's, it's playable. Actual, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's some old like SNES games and stuff. I've had the maybe same like thing Majora's too. Mask because yeah. I heard, I've heard a lot of bad things about it. Like people, there, a lot of people are really cold on that game, and I'm really liking it. So maybe that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I normally don't play games that are bad unless they're like, yeah, unless it's for like jokes. Okay, uh, his second question. As I mentioned in the previous question, HDN is now available or is now on Steam as part of Idea Factory's decision to port some of their games to PC. So, are there any games that you would think would benefit from a port to PC? Every game imaginable. 
Yeah, a lot of games could actually benefit from They that. are built on PCs and then ported to consoles. So except for like except for every like game. games, right? Like except for what? Games maybe? No. There you can download the kits for like iPhone development and stuff and it's all based on PC. Right, but I mean I'm just trying to think what? like like what would a PC well, no, I guess yeah, they can all work. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the architecture <laughs> is built on a PC for other systems. I'm just trying to think what would it be like. I mean, I guess so, I guess like some Wii U games that need the second screen, you probably couldn't do. I have two monitors, so um, I guess okay, like Game and Wario, you have to like <laughs> do weird stuff with the controller. You can plug a controller in. Yeah, I could use my Wiimote on my uh, computer right now if I need wanted the to. Screen so that you can like move to the left and right. I oh, have no. a tablet, no, but most games would work. <laughs> Nintendo games would probably be good. Then no one yeah. would buy any of them. No, I mean Nintendo. Yeah, that's the thing is that Nintendo would go out of business probably because, like, I don't know. Their games might actually suck on PC. I will say Nintendo's the exception because all their games run perfectly fine actually just perfect on their consoles because it's built around that. I also so. don't think they would go out of business. They would just they would have they, no more hardware sales, but they'd have a lot more software sales. They might have a lot more. Yeah, I don't know what like what that would do to their business model really, obviously cuz I don't work for Nintendo, so Okay, third question. A few weeks ago Sean said that he wanted more dating sims to come to the western market. Honestly, if you're looking for some game similar, I would take a look at the visual novel tag on Steam to get a look at some games with a similar aesthetic. I would personally recommend Long Live the Queen, Cherry Tree High Comedy mm-hmm. Club, Analog a Hate Story, its sequel Hate Plus, and Hyper Dimension Neptunia Rebirth if you want an RPG with a story presented in a visual novel style. Um, I've actually played Cherry Tree High Comedy Club and Analog a Hate Story. Um, I've seen yeah. Long Live the Queen. Long Live the Queen's pretty good. Um, yeah, and I don't know much about the Neptunia one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really call Long Live the Queen a dating sim, though. Yeah, that's more, that's more of a survival sim. And if you just want boobs, anything with Sakura in the name will probably get you that. So just look that also, up analog, on Steam. I would not call that a dating sim. That is just a visual novel. You are just going from the, start yeah. to finish of that. But uh, anyway, thank yeah. you for the recommendations for sure. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it for questions this week. If people want to write in next week, uh, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter or the Facebook group. Uh, what's your guys' games of the week? Mine's Majora's Mask again. Uh, across 3D. Life is strange. Cool. All right. Before we cut oh. off for the night, uh, I want to oh. point out something. Um, I haven't, I've been hushed about this. It officially going announcing it properly tomorrow. I have t-shirts for sale now. Oh, I saw those tweets oh, about snap. it. Oh, snap. What are your, I know nothing about these t-shirts. <laughs> All right. These are based on your face. Is it your face on a t-shirt? No. It's, no. You, God, is, that, no. is that coming? God, no. Wait, why? No. Put your face on a t-shirt. I want to wear no. your face. Fuck no. How about this? How about this? I want to wear your face. <laughs> face on the t-shirt, not on the chest, like on the stomach. But. Oh, God, no. <laughs> but. Hang on. Hang on. Back of the shirt. Back of your head. No. <laughs> 
Okay, what do these shirts look like? <clears throat> They're based on the "You Will Give Me an Egg" thing from streams. Uh, it's uh, Teespring.com/slash/ProtonJohn shirt. Uh, they officially launched today. There's a little glitch in the uh, design that's getting fixed as. What's the tomorrow. glitch? Uh, for some reason, the design they erased part of the design when. Can they you order it. one of the glitches to get a super rare one? No, uh, they'll all be fixed with the proper ones that are being sent. Oh, out. okay. Oh, I'm seeing this right now. It's got Twitch on the arm. So is yep. oh, so this is like a part of a Twitch thing. This is a Twitch partner okay. story. Yeah. Who who made this image? Uh, my friend Amanda Flag. She is a shirt designer. She does work for the Yeti and a bunch of other companies okay. that just sell like daily one shirts. of the maple leaves is cut off. Yeah, that's one of the other. Oh, glitches. there's multiple glitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why what are, it happened. What are the other it's glitches? Not in the file I sent them. Uh, underneath the word egg farm, that's not supposed to be just pure black. That's supposed to be the same color as the background of the Okay. Farm. Hey, John. Yo. Can I just give you money in person and you give me a shirt instead of like ordering? One of your shirts? No, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just a shirt. Just a, whatever shirt you have laying around. I got 20 bucks with your name on it. <laughs> John, can I buy one of your shirts? You know that shit's going. You know that shit's going on eBay if that happens. John wore this shirt. There, yeah. He's <laughs> paying for my kid's college application. What is it? <laughs> I'm highly con- considering what? never letting you back in my apartment. Proton John's also, towel. Why is there, why is there slightly like a timer used? on this? Oh, because it's a, a limited okay. run, and you're only selling 200 of them. No, that's the goal. I'm, I'm hoping to sell 200 shirts, but I can sell as many as I want under that time limit. Everybody in the chat should just go buy it right now. Wait, how then. come how come really? there's only two sizes? Men's size and woman's size. No, what are you talking about? That's not the size, that's the style. Where's the size? Do you have to go through the buy it now to get the size? Oh. Yeah, yes. Okay. It comes in five different colors and when unisex and women's cut. I mean, I kind of like the black. Oh, I guess the blue is nice too. Man, I guess all these colors kind of work. I'm not a I'm not a huge yeah. fan of the green. The, I like the gray. The red looks really nice with that yellow. The red's yeah. real good. Yeah, it's real, real nice good. One. Wow. I ordered I ordered four of them for myself because I don't get any for free, which is kind of dumb. Wait, and four for like for I because like different colors. Oh, which which one did you not get? Gray was the only oh, one I didn't man. get. Oh, what? That's the one I like the most. I might get it as backup. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean backup? Okay, backup. What? Well, well, Cause I don't know. Just to make I sure he hits four. the goal, I, I guess. I gotta say, man, I'm not feeling that green one. Not really? I like really? the green one. I yeah, I the green like one's the okay. Green one, I know. I like the blue one the most personally. So I, I like the red one. I like I like red and black. The red and black. That's pretty cool. Okay. But, see, that's why that's why I have all the different color options because I knew it would be a case of people would not be able to agree on the same thing. So. I think I should order one of these for two reasons. One, because you're my friend and I want to support you. Two, because when we go to conventions at some point together, oh, I want to wear it with pride. Just be like, that's this guy right here. If this I get, guy. If I get this, this shirt, shirt. Will you sign my shirt? <laughs> yeah, please. That would be amazing. I'll have it hung up in like one of those shadow boxes on my wall. This is are why he friends? hates us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> why are we friends? <laughs> Uh, I wonder that every day. <laughs> <laughs> so every day so I wake up, I'm just like, why are we friends? 
Oh, really? Wow. So 93 of them. I don't know if you're able Damn. to say, like, what's the cut you get? Or do you want to... It depends on how many shirts are sold. Um, I oh. think it worked out to something like for each extra shirt. Like sold, over the 200, you I mean? Earn... No, I like for each shirt sold, period, I think I get a cent more profit per shirt or something like that. <laughs> okay. I didn't look at the actual math. What's like the baseline? It it literally depends on how many shirts oh. we sell. That That's entirely what it's based okay. on. So if I sold one shirt, I think it said when I sold three shirts, I got $3. Do, do you have to send the shirts out or they send them out? They send <clears throat> the shirts out. So it's based in the U.S., which is why it's kind of shitty to order it for Oh, Canada. it sounds good. Sounds good mm-hmm. for me. So what you're saying is you can't like sign them before sending them out? Oh. No, unfortunately. I, I wish I could. I'm not sure everyone would want that, too that's you should i wonder if there's like an add-on where it's like can you get yours customized like he'll sign it like is there like a a little box at the end of the thing like do you want to do you want to say anything to him you should get people to when they receive their shirt to like it's like tweet you a picture of them in their shirt uh they will do that actually people will just do that regardless Yeah, I'm seeing tons of different prices, like 35 bucks uh, USD. Ouch, 28. It depends on where you're shipping. Shipping is five. I think it said I think it said three bucks for the US. It was surprisingly, or maybe it's five for the US. It was surprisingly high for Canada. I think it was, excuse me, nine dollars. And then I think it's twelve it, fifty US for like. Is it going Europe from Twitch? I'm pretty sure Twitch is in San Francisco. I could just go pick it up. I I think it's based in California. I don't need you guys believe, to send me this. I, you you're in the same city as me. I'll just go pick it up. Oh, and they're Teespring shirts, so they're decent quality too. Nice. Yeah. It's the same uh, brand and shirt that Twitch's shirts are. So if you've ever had like a Twitch shirt no, before, they're the same thing. I'm not okay, but that's real cool. What's the what's the site again? Uh, teespring.com slash proton john shirt okay, cool so cool. Uh, official i'm streaming tomorrow to promote it so there's gonna be a a fortune cookie stream tomorrow promoting the shirt nice I'm, the only thing i've done so far is like casually mentioned it on twitter once so I'm curious <laughs> to see what will happen when i actually trip promote it what made you what made you like want to do this besides i don't mean like money just like what tipped you over the edge of like yeah i'm gonna do it Twitch offered me the chance to do it, so I was like, All "Oh, right, they have sure. to offer it. You can't just like decide to do it." Well, I mean, I could decide to do it with a different group, but Twitch was like, "Hey, if you want to make a shirt, like we'll put it on our store for you." Cool. So I was like, cool. "All right, sure." All right. Okay. Uh, I guess that's it then. That's the show. All right. Yep. That's cool. it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Bye. <laughs>